Introducing today's contestants. An EPL branch manager from Edmonton, Alberta, whose Jeopardy! episode aired May 31st, Kyle Marshall. A senior policy analyst at the Government of Alberta, her episode of Jeopardy! aired November 25th, 2022. It's Sam Papua. And the author of The Ultimate Edmonton Trivia Book, which covers close to 700 questions about Edmonton and includes a 30-page timeline of interesting facts, it's Emil Tiedman. And here's the host of Speaking Municipally Jeopardy, Troy Pavlik. Oh boy, that clipped on the mic. Welcome to Speaking Municipally Jeopardy. This is a very exciting episode of Jeopardy this year because as uh, Stephanie so rightly introduced, we have actual Jeopardy contestants. All we do know is that my questions will be judged more harshly than in more years because I don't have a Jeopardy writing staff. Hopefully we nail it. Uh, Of course, ML is not quite a Jeopardy contestant, but you know, thematically, we're feeling you're the chaser, right? You literally wrote the book on Edmonton right, Trivia. Yes, and I plan to be on Jeopardy one day, so. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest place to start is in this room. You are in, right now, the room where yes, it happens. In training. I'm going to uh, patronize to our contestants right now as I explain how to play Jeopardy for our fun listeners. Jeopardy is a trivia game with a twist. All questions are in the form of the answer, and all answers are in the form of a question. So everything must be phrased as who is, what is, where is, why is, how is, could it be, or... Hmm, I think we won't take that last one. Uh, (laughs) We will go through several questions. There are 51. Uh, The Jeopardy contestants might be saying, well, isn't there six times five? Yeah, I cheated because 60 is a lot of questions to write. So you get 51, (laughs) including Final Jeopardy. Um, Of course, the best way to begin is, in fact, by just beginning. So let's jump right into the Jeopardy round. Okay, by a random coin toss... Emil has actually got the first selection. Nice. Uh, So the categories you will be dealing with for the Jeopardy round are in this term, landmarks, neighborhood neighbors, first link in the chain, and rhyme time. Where'd you like to go? Uh, Let's do rhyme time for 600. There are 20,000 of them, or 30,000 if you count overflow. Off to a smashing start at Speaking Municipally Jeopardy. We were looking for a mall stall. Uh, Edmonton, West Edmonton Mall has the world's largest parking lot at 30,000 parking stalls. That was the easiest one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we'll take us somewhere easier. Maybe a lower dollar Let's try Landmark for 200. Featured in HBO's hit series, The Last of Us, this Edmonton landmark hasn't blown up in real life yet. Well, physically, anyway. Politically, however... Sam. What is the Alberta legislature? Yeah. Is this uh, answer going to get you fired? Um, <laughs> oh, I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got control of the board. Alrighty, I'll do neighborhood neighbors for 200. These two, a couple of the oldest neighborhoods in Edmonton, straddle 107th Street on the south side of the river. Sam. What are Old Strathcona and Queen Alexandra? I'm sorry, that's not correct. Kyle. What are Garneau and Strathcona? Garneau is the correct other neighborhood. Uh, Putting you on the board. Let's do neighborhoods, neighbors? I can't see the full thing. Yeah, we'll do that for 400, please. (laughs) In such divisive times, it's important to find unity with your neighbor, like downtown and this one. Sam. What is Unity Square? Sorry, that's incorrect. 
Kyle? What is Oliver? Oliver is the neighborhood we were looking for. Thank okay. you. Kyle, you once again have control of the board. Same category for 600, please. Carruthers Caveat, and it's near identically named twin, just up the compass. Kyle, you buzzed in. What is North Glenora? Can you be more specific? What is North Glenora and Glenora? That is correct. Oh, thank you. That was that was generous. <laughs> <laughs> Generosity is uh, one of the landmarks of Speak Municipally Jeopardy. <laughs> Kyle, pick again. Uh, same category, 800, please. This neighborhood has no adjacent twin. It's bounded like an island entirely by White Mud Creek, Black Mud Creek, and the Hende. Kyle? What is Twin Brooks? Twin Brooks is correct. Bring you up to 2,000. Let's finish the category for 1,000, please. <laughs> this rural northeast area is planned for a full build-out of five neighborhoods and a population of over 71,000 people. But for now, it's just two neighbors of Marquis and a self-titled Neighborhood 1A. No one? I know what it is, but I can't think of it. Does anyone in the audience have it? <laughs> Stephanie? What is Horse Hills? Horse Hills oh. is correct. Oh. Not what I was thinking. <laughs> but Kyle, you still have control of the board. Let's do landmark for 400, please. Thankfully, this spinning sports landmark is made of aluminium, so it can seventh inning stretch three times as much as steel. Emil? What is the big bat? Yeah, the big bat. <laughs> the 118th bat. Any doesn't have an actual name, but all of those are, are good. You've got control of the board and $400 to your name. About time. I will try first link in the chain for 200. Started by a group of Greek immigrants in Edmonton in 1964, this chain had 395 locations as of 2022, but ironically, none of them in Massachusetts. Sam. What is Boston Pizza? Boston Pizza is correct. Though in the United States, it's not actually Boston Pizza. It's Boston Sports Lounge or something like that. <laughs> Go ahead and pick a category. Alrighty, I'll do first link in the chain for 400. An old pool hall in West Edmonton became the start of this chain, which purports itself as the first of its kind in Western Canada focused on Canadiana. Sam? What is Hudson's? Not Hudson's. What other classic Edmontonian culture can we uh, pull out? <laughs> uh, this is the Canadian Brew House. Oh. Okay. Um, which, imperceptible from Hudson's in every meaningful way. <laughs> Same vibe, different bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pick again. Okay, I'll do first link on the chain for six. It's the Daily oh. Double. Uh, of course, you're sitting at negative 600 on the board, but you're a Jeopardy contestant. You know you can wager up to 1,000. All righty, you know what? I'll do up to 1,000. Perfect. <laughs> Your clue just for you is... 1985 saw Edmonton play home to the very first franchise of this Vancouver-founded Circular Sweets chain, a favorite among the curious. Hmm... I don't know. Got a guess? What is Purdy's? Purdy's is not what we were looking for, unfortunately. The <laughs> correct answer we were looking for was Cookies by oh. Oh, George. Cookies by George. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is, though Vancouver founded, was entirely purchased by an Edmontonian huh. in uh, the early 2000s. <laughs> Sam, you right. whipped the Daily Double, but you've still All got right. control of the board. Let's change her up. Let's do in this term for 200. This multi-year project, approved in fall of 2023, saw the number of standard regulations reduced from 46 to 24. Searching for the speaking municipally listeners in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the panel here. I knew that here. was one of these questions. And uh, we're not finding them. <laughs> uh, speaking municipally listeners in the audience, what are we looking for? Is it the zoning bylaw? It's the ZBR. It's the zoning <laughs> bylaw renewal. But Sam, you've got another chance at it. Okay, uh, landmarks for six. Okuda San Miguel has 
cleverly positioned a colorful six-story impossible-to-miss mural of this animal right outside the Strathcona Farmer's Market. Sam? What is a bear? It's not a bear. No, no, it's, it's, it, that, that, that's not an acceptable response, unfortunately. Kyle? What is a wolf? I think wolf will take. Wolf, dog, or fox are all. It's, um... Some people get judging here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most animals don't have angular faces, and yet this mural does, does so draw. Like, like a jackal? Like I, but I can't bring it to mind right now. Yeah, any, any sort of, like, you know, <laughs> running dog-ish thing is... <laughs> Okay. Kyle, f- pick a category. Uh, landmark for 800, please. Sure. These two have found the best place to be immortalized is with their toques on in the ice district, eh? Emil? Uh, can I name the actors? Rick Moranis and, um... Oh, shoot. Uh, can you Jack, actually, though? Doug and Mackenzie. The Mac- Bob and Doug Mackenzie. Yeah, yeah, you got there. That's, <laughs> Bob and Doug is correct. We would have taken the... Oh, who are Doug and Bob McKenzie? <laughs> he did start with, can I name the actors? <laughs> which technically was a bit of a question. Question within a question. <laughs> I mean, we'll pick again. Okay, um, landmarks for a thousand. That big yellow square that looks like churned milk has an actual name, you know, and we need it. Sam. What is the butter dome? No, I'm sorry. We need the actual. It hasn't gone green yet. <laughs> Kyle, what is the pavilion? The University oh, okay. Ad Pavilion. Oh, the University Ad Pavilion is correct. <laughs> Going official. Kyle, pick again. Uh, let's do first link in the chain for eight hundred, please. If you're hungry for delivery, this Edmonton chain, which was the first to have a centralized call center, has you covered. Just dial four, and well, you know the rest. Kyle, what is Pizza Seventy Three? Pizza Seventy Three is oh, correct, shoot. and I could see every one of our uh, contestants really buzzing on that one. <laughs> Kyle, pick again. Let's do rhyme time for 200, please. They don't get paid. They just like to help out at the symphony's venue. Rhyme time's going over like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my strength. We were looking for a, a Winspear volunteer. Oh. Oh, oh okay. That's... Okay, that, yeah. That's rhyme. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Usher, Winspear. I tried so hard. Like, I had to make yeah. something go with Winspear, but no dice. Uh, but Kyle, you can pick again. Yeah, not that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's do first link in the chain for a thousand, please. CEO Dale Wishwan might have added energy, combo, or warrior to his takeout from this chain he started in Sherwood Park. It expanded to over 50 locations in just two years. Emil? Is that, uh, sorry, what is Booster Juice? Booster Juice is correct. Uh, can I take um, rhyme time for 400? You can. Pertaining to number 97. I was so proud of these when I wrote them. <laughs> They're clever after the fact. Once you know the answers. Uh, that's time on our contestants. Audience? Is it by chance Bladed McDavid? No, we were going for McDavid related. Related. Oh! <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Uh, well, we might get a rhyme time. Uh, do you want to go back there? Or? Yeah, let's try again for 800. Mill Creek coronates a monarch. Sam? What is a ravine queen? A ravine queen! Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I love that for me. Okay, same category, 4,000. Sure. Format, parliamentary. Venue, the institute just northeast of Blatchford. Sam? What is a Nate debate? A Nate debate oh, is well correct. <laughs> All right, we've got one category and four clues left. Okay, uh, in this term, 4,800. 
On these two counselors being appointed by the UCP to sit on a community safety task force, so he said, quote, they are not there to represent city council because it is not approved by city council. Well, this is nice because the speaking municipal listener at home is <laughs> shouting at their their audio device. Uh, the panel doesn't have it. Stephanie, what do uh, you... Carmel and Hamilton, right? Well, you got to phrase it in the form oh, of a question. Who are... <laughs> 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 yeah. Cartmel and Hamilton is what we were looking for here. And three clues left. Where do you want to go, Okay, uh, in this term for 400... In the summer of 2023, City Council approved a police funding formula without including these, a decision that would cost the city $20 million across three years. Yeah, did not like this term very much. Um, anyone else in the audience want to? Yeah, I know the answer. Oh, right, you you played. I still don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that makes us feel a lot better. Yeah, yes. I was playing on this. Like, who? <laughs> so, Sammy, are you looking at the answer no, at the bottom of the screen? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm so... It, She's invested. a listener. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a reporter. Is it salary settlements? It is yes. salary settlements. Oh, wow. It's kind of unfair because it's been my job for the past, like, year-ish to know this stuff. So. <laughs> don't, don't diminish your accomplishments. <laughs> Take the win. You've done um, well. Sam, we've got well. two clues left. All right. In this term for a thousand. With Edmonton voting not to fund this regional transportation organization, it effectively died with the four-year operating budget. There's a whole category on this one last year. Yeah, major theme last year. Left from Starts with an E. M. It's five letters. Kyle. What is the five? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the Edmonton Regional Transit Authority Association? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the effort, but we can't give you that one. Even Our if generosity the association is opens. silent. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer we were looking for is the EMTSC. Uh, it's not an association, it's a commission, and it's the... Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Services Commission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and we're going to bring it in, in this term for 600. The four-year capital budget saw this much money put forward for Active Transportation Implementation Acceleration Approach 3. That is um, counselees for the bike grid. No, okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. We did not follow municipal politics. The answer was $100 million. Uh, that was the bike grid funding. And that puts us to the end of round one. Uh, after a good 25 questions, Kyle is in the lead with 3,400. Emil's coming up at uh, 2,200. Sam will pick first in double jeopardy uh, with negative 1,400. But there's a lot of lot of clues available. And of course, before we get into that, it's time to get to know our contestants a little bit. Matt. Which we did not really prepare for. But, did not prepare <laughs> Kyle. So glad to have you on the show. What was the most surprising thing about your time on Jeopardy? Huh. Uh, that's a good question. I think... That I was able to control my nerves to a certain extent, uh, and I wasn't completely overtaken by them once I got up onto the stage. I guess that would be the biggest surprise. I mean, I'd watched the show in preparation. I thought about um, what the day may look like, um, but there were two very divergent potentials in terms of where the nerves would take me that day, and, I, and they didn't overtake. So I was pretty grateful for that. And did you have any friendly faces in the audience? Yeah, my parents actually came down awesome. uh, and were cheering me on. It was it was very sweet. I remember trying to make eye contact with my mom to let her know that I was somewhat relaxed because she is a very nervous person. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we it was really nice to have them there with to share that experience with me. And how are your nerves today compared to they real are, Jeopardy? Hmm, 
I mean, they're under control. They are present, uh, let's say, 20% of the day <laughs> itself. Sam, you've also been on Jeopardy, but that's not the only Jeopardy. I understand you just played another game of Jeopardy earlier today. Yeah, that's right. So apparently when you are a former Jeopardy contestant, you get asked to host your office's Christmas party Jeopardy. So I got to step into the role of Ken Jennings today and host that. And everybody had a blast despite the really difficult questions I pulled out about A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and did you write all of the questions or how does this work? So the way that it worked is I kind of took some inspo from like just different online Christmas trivias and then put them together. But I did come up with my own categories and my own questions. Um, although in the end, I didn't force anybody to uh, answer in the form of a question because nobody seemed to remember to. And that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the hardest things people seem to forget when we do this every year, actually, the, yeah. the form of a question. <laughs> Uh, Emily, you said you want to go on Jeopardy. Is that like a lifelong dream of yours or a new thing now that you're getting some practice? No, I've always would. I love to go on Jeopardy. I don't think I'm I'm ready for that yet or I don't know if I ever will be, but it's definitely a dream. I've been watching it since I was a teenager. So it's really cool to meet these two. <clears throat> but I do have a best friend who's actually training for it right now. He's actually uh, even writing a, a book that's kind of directed towards Jeopardy contestants. Cool. And you've written how many books? Uh, ten. Ten? Wow. <laughs> and a number of them about trivia, right? Give us a couple uh, yes, of Yes, three of them. Three, uh, an Edmonton trivia book, a Canadian trivia book, and then a movie trivia book, which I wish this was instead, but they <laughs> <laughs> <I> suck apparently. <laughs> and now, Emil, before we started, you said that um, you actually had a better version of my job. You had questions for the Jeopardy panel that I thought were really interesting. Yeah, I just had one question about... And, and about uh, you know what the interviews they ask you, they kind of bring up a, a weird thing about you. Yeah. And I always wondered, like, how many topics do you have to bring up and do you get to choose which one? OK, so if I'm remembering this correctly, um, when you fill out your contestant paperwork, they give you basically 10 spaces to write like fun or interesting facts about yourself. And then they effectively get to pick which one you share on the show. And you actually don't find out until the day of filming. So oh, you're sitting wow. there um, <laughs> waiting in a little holding room. And then one of the producers comes up to you and goes, this is the fact that we're going to tell the host. And that's what they're going to ask you about. And you go, OK. And then that's it. You have like, oh, no wow. creative control. So <laughs> you better pick a good one. It was totally similar for me. But they gave me five of my top ones that they wanted me to choose from. And so I was able to pick the morning of the show. Oh, okay. I kind of knew which one I wanted to, to tell. Um, but yeah, that was, and actually in the, in one of the auditions, they, they asked us for an anecdote, like basically had kind of a mock gameplay and I wasn't prepared for that at all at the time. So it was an interesting <laughs> thing to spring upon you. Nice. And Kyle, you were with Ken, but Sam, you were on earlier. Were you with Mayim or were you, did you no, get the other way around? Other way around actually. Oh. So I was with Ken. Very nice. And um, so none of you got a, a good for you then uh, they were. <laughs> no, <laughs> fortunately not. <laughs> Okay, we're ready to jump right on into Double Jeopardy. As a reminder to all our listeners, all point values are doubled, and there are two daily doubles in this round, so plenty of time to make up a theoretically infinite number of points, uh, though actually lo lower than that. Uh, infinite is a little high. Um, <laughs> the categories we'll be dealing with are Jeopardy staple, before and after, uh, on the valley line, team in a league. We'll give you the league. You give us the Edmontonian team. History and Last. Sam, you get to pick first in the Double Jeopardy All righty. Let's do history for four. Edmonton would probably prefer you didn't call this day in 1987 a blowout. Emil. What is Black Friday? Black Friday is correct. Of course, referring to the tornado. Um, I'll try team in a league for 400. WHL. Emil. Who are the Oil Kings? The Oil Kings are correct. Do you know what that league is? 
Western Hockey League, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I, I believe that's right. Um, <laughs> I'm a sports guy. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Okay, so you'll hear, you'll have heard on the last episode that Mac had this great idea of like, let's do Chat GPT uh, to generate some questions, and <gasps> I tried it. So Chat GPT included some great questions that didn't make it, including in 2013, Edmonton elected its first female mayor. What is this name <laughs> of the mayor who broke this historical barrier? Don Iveson. <laughs> <laughs> I had it try and help me with rhyme time, and it was certain that light rail transit rhymed with green pea. All right. <laughs> Connor McDavid rhymed with duel. So um, wow. ChatGPT was not a successful endeavor. Oh, no. Good to know. Uh, but of course, Emil, you get the non-ChatGPT question. Pick one. Uh, we'll do team in a league for 800. CPL, at least until 2022. Oh, Sam? Who are the Edmonton Rush? No, CPL is not lacrosse. It is soccer. And that's time. We were looking for FC Edmonton, um, who has disbanded as of 2022. I'm still disappointed that NHL was not 400. That means (laughs) it's probably not coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Same category for 1200. West Coast League. Points for the sport. The, The game that you play is baseball. Sam? I'll risk it. Who are the Riverhawks? The Riverhawks oh. is correct. Hey. The generosity flows down to you. They changed their name so many Love times. Love that for me. <laughs> uh, go ahead and pick a category, Sam. Okay, I'll do history for eight. Even though it happened way back in 1876, most Edmontons have some acknowledge of this. Those most is not inclusive of the three across the table from me. We were looking for, does the panel have it? It is the signing oh, of Treaty oh, 6. Oh, okay. yes. I should have known that. Uh, I mean, strictly speaking, the signing of Treaty 6 occurred over several years, but 1876 was the bulk of it. Sam, go ahead and pick again. Okay, let's do last for 400. The most recent three mayors, alphabetically, last name. Emil? What so, is so he? Someone's got to guinea pig the category. That's what matters. <laughs> In the edit, it's going to sound like you just nailed that. <laughs> yes. So he is correct. He was the last mayor. Now that we've guinea pigged this category, I'll remind the cousin, you're picking the last item in whatever theoretical list by some theoretical criteria. Emil, go ahead and pick. I will choose history for 1200. According to Jeopardy, Edmonton is known for petroleum and this industry, which started with Vogel's plant in Mill Creek Ravine. We were looking for Vogel's meatpacking plant. Uh, meatpacking. The infamous that. Jeopardy clue. Uh, I remember that. Go, go ahead and Google that uh, for <laughs> oh a good God. time. From what year? Uh, it was it was a Trebek-hosted episode, so it was, oh, I man. believe, 2018 or 2019. But it's, yeah, it's this northern city known for petroleum and meatpacking. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the contestant actually got yeah, it right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Found on the North Saskatchewan River, this petroleum and meatpacking city was established as a fort <laughs> In 1795, what the? Jill. What is Edmonton? Meatpacking. Petroleum and meatpacking. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote that in my book. Actually, I wrote all the Jeopardy questions in real Jeopardy that have to do with Edmonton in my book. Just. Oh, uh, oh just cool. Get, it's kind of cool. cool. <laughs> couldn't quite recall what. <laughs> I knew what it was. I just couldn't bring it up. <sighs> well, but you do get to pick again. All right. Um, before and after for four hundred. Maybe this is an advantage for the Jeopardy contestants. I'm not going to explain how this category works. Okay. It's a Jeopardy staple. A downtown EPSB facility where you might do some upgrading and a piece of constructed in 1913 infrastructure, you might cross northbound to get there. Kyle. What is, the, what is Center High Level Bridge? Center High Level Bridge is correct. Bring you to 3,800. 
Uh, before and after for eight, please. A colorful European-style development takes over a local coffee shop with three locations in Aspen Gardens, West Block Lenora, and Mayfield. Emil? What is a... What is Italian center... Oh. Sorry. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Sam? What is Manchester Square One? Manchester Square One or Ooh. Manchester Square One Coffee are both acceptable. Uh, you're just about out of the hole. <laughs> Love uh, that. <laughs> go ahead and pick a category. I'll do before and after for 12, please. Gene dubs 150,000 square feet for local politicians combined with 53,410 of fourth alphabetically square feet in the Expo Center. Kyle? What is City Hall D? Yeah, Edmonton City Hall D is correct. Thank you for the fourth alphabetically. I was like, you expect us to know the halls from <laughs> In the initial writing of the question, I didn't include it. I'm like, yeah, the square footage of the hall is enough. Um, but turns out both Expo Center and the uh, Convention Center both have a hall D, and they're both large halls with different square feet. So oh, wow. we gave you fourth alphabetically. It's much appreciated. Uh, let's do before and after for 1600, please. It's the Daily Double. Uh, so you have 5,000 points. You can wager any or all of it. Uh, what would you like to put on the board for and after? I'll do 3,000, please. 3,000. Okay, an ambitious wager. And your clue in before and after is the ESO's open air performance in Horlack Park relocates to Redford's legacy. What is Symphony Under the Sky View Suite? Sky Suite? I don't think we can uh, give it to you for I that. I couldn't remember the name. Oh, I know this too. Sam, Sam, what, what, what is it? Uh, Symphony Under the Sky Palace. Symphony Under the Sky Palace is mm. correct. Unfortunately, that brings you down 3,000 points. You fall to second place just behind Emil at 2,600. But it's still anyone's game. And Sam, you don't have control of the board. That's not how it works. You don't get any daily double. <laughs> Almost lost it there. Kyle, you still have control of the board. Let's do before and after for two, please. They don't connect, but if a diagonal road did connect with the northeast section of the inner ring road. Kyle? What is King's Wayne Gretzky Drive? That's correct. Oh, wow. Back on the board. You know, it's the opposite <laughs> of what happened in my Jeopardy game where I got the Daily Double and then had a horrible guess oh, and then no. went right back down to that. We, we, uh, we did make a speak municipally joke about that. You did take an arrow to the knee in your final Jeopardy response. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> too, it's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Oh, well, go ahead and pick. Last for eight, please. Jasper Place, Strathcona, Beverly, by annexation date. Kyle. What is Jasper Place? Jasper Place is correct. It was the last to be annexed. Last for 12, please. Words in P3, alphabetically. Oh, Kyle, what in is, the nick of time. What is public? Public is correct. Uh, Public-private partnership. Let's do last for 1,600, please. Oilers head coaches, starting date. This is a fancy way of saying, who's the current Oilers head coach? Oh, my God. When you don't know the know new that. guy. <laughs> We're such sports guys. Oh, yeah. All sports fans in the yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chad GPD did help with some of the sports questions. I'm not going to lie. We were looking for Chris Noblock. And, yeah. and my pronunciation okay. signals how much I know about this. <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle, once again, it's to you. The last for two, please. White Ave, Connors Road, and Scona Road. Highest street number. Emil? I'm going to say Scona Road. What is Scona Road? Scona Road is correct. It's uh, 99th Street. What is Connors? I think it's, it's 80. Like yeah, it's 83, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and of course, White is an avenue at 82. Sorry, uh, I'll choose History for 1600. For sure. 
It's the Daily Double. Oh so you, with that correct response, you're up to 4,600. Uh, you trail Kyle by only 1,400 points. What would you like to wager? Let's try 2,000. 2,000. Okay. Your question in history is, Edmonton first incorporated as a city in this year, one year before the province of Alberta formed. What is 1904? 1904 is correct. Thank you. You have now taken the lead with 6,600 and you have control of the board. Uh, history for 2000. Don Iveson opted not to seek re-election in 2021 after four terms and this many years in office. Emil? What is 12? 12 is not the answer oh. we're looking for. But you have correctly identified that this is a trick. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, I said it was a trick after you buzzed in. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, okay, what is, what is 10? 10 is not correct either. Sam, do you want to take a stab at it? Oh my god. Um, I'm going to say 8. What is 8? You know, so the correct answer we were looking for here is 14. He had two uh, four-year terms and two three-year terms. Wow. Uh, tricker. Yes, yes. <laughs> He was first elected as a councillor in, what was it, Ward 5 at that point? The one that got, yeah, it got demolished, and then another ward which got demolished, and then he became mayor. So, Uh, anyway, you have control of the board, and I'm hoping you identify which one of you you are. Um, (laughs) I'll try team in a league for 1600. Perfect. Emil had control of the board. (laughs) C-E-B-L. This game, the B does stand for basketball. Sam? Who are the Stingers? The Stingers is correct. Wow, well, and you. you're on the positive. <laughs> Made it back for final. I love that. <laughs> uh, go ahead and pick. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll do on the Valley line for four. David Garneau originally planned only 100 pieces of art here, but due to the size, ended up creating 544 or 545, depending on who you ask. Anyone in the audience want to want to stab at it? The pedestrian bridge? The Dewatana Bridge is correct. Yes. Ooh, nice job. All right. Uh, you still have control of the board, Sam. All right. On the valley line for eight. To keep noise and vibrations from interfering with the Citadel and the Windspear, these were installed under the valley line near the Churchill stop. Another one for the yeah. regular listeners. The re- regular <laughs> listeners. They're, they're going at it. Any regular listeners in the audience? I don't know the exact phrasing, but what is... Tracks on springs? Yeah, it's springs. Springs yeah. is good enough. Um, All right. Yeah, it's actually, uh, we heard from, uh, I don't know, Ann Stevenson, I think was the one that told us. But yeah, basically the vibrations, they did seismometer checks. Nothing. Completely absent in both the Windspear and the Citadel, uh, which is good piece of engineering. Wow. Um, you have control of the board still. Alrighty, uh, team in a league for two. The final team in a league, Western Canadian Baseball League, after a break in 2023. Now, if you're thinking, didn't we already have a baseball team? We did. Edmonton baseball is weird. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, I will give you the hint that these this Edmonton team, which does have Edmonton in the name, is going to play in Spruce Grove. Yes. So um, <laughs> it's a huge hint. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of you found gold in this question. It's the Edmonton Prospects. Oh, oh my goodness. I knew that. They did. I didn't know that, but I heard that. <laughs> All right. Three clues left and on the valley line. Sam, pick one. All righty. Uh, on the valley line for 12. The fourth stop on a southbound valley line train. This one is sure to be hit with folks. Just watch your pronunciation here. 
we were unfortunately looking for the Muttart stop. And we would not have accepted Mutart or <laughs> Mutart. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is it? It is Muttart. I did not even know Came that. here to learn things yeah. today. <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny. If you go to the Muttart Conservatory at the till where you pay, they have a big sign. Muttart as in mutt. And they have a big picture of a dog. Like, Say it <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Two clues left. 1,600 or 2,000. Which would you uh, like? 1,600, please. Okay. On the Valley Line. The first elevated station in Edmonton, Davies Station is perhaps better known as the Baker's Park and Ride due to its parking capacity of this many cars. Sam? What is 13? No, 130. Sorry, that's Ooh. not correct. Kyle? What is 1,300? Yeah, one magnitude off, Sam. It is yeah. 1,300 cars at this station. <laughs> I think you've teed me up for some, so yeah. I feel like we should be sharing some of my points right now. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to bring the final clue on the valley line for 2000. A five-meter-long sculpture by Paul Reimer along the quarter-stop canopy depicts this using Chinese calligraphy. i give you a hint. It's exactly what you'd expect. Ooh, I want to push it. <laughs> no, no, no risk, no glory, but you're only trailing Kyle by <sighs> 1,000, so maybe prudent not to guess. Uh, Sam? I was going to guess. What is the Chinese zodiac? Is the Chinese Zodiac a dragon? Oh, I don't think we can give you yeah. Chinese Zodiac. Um, uh, so unfortunately, that is incorrect, and I've already given the correct response, so I'm not letting anyone buzz in. The answer was a dragon. Yeah, that's what I, fortunately for you, Speaking Municipally Jeopardy plays by Celebrity Jeopardy rules. Perfect. So you get... <laughs> do they get 500 or 1,000 in you're going to get $1,000. Very nice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. And that means we're at that time of the show. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Uh, before we're going into final, Kyle is leading with 5,600. Emil's right behind at 4,600. And Sam got 1,000. Congrats. <laughs> uh, we'll start by revealing the category for Final Jeopardy, which is going to the hospital. Contestants, please make your wager. Oh, someone's doing game theory right you now. Yeah, I, I mean, this is one of the things I studied going into it. And even with my best intentions, my betting let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Question for the Jeopardy panel right here. You have infinite time to wager on Jeopardy, right? Uh, they say about five minutes. Okay. But they give you a piece of paper to do some math if you want to. And okay. then you write it down Let's... and then you cover it up and place it on the other side of your podium. Love it's locked that. in. Yeah. All right. Well, you've all entered your wagers. In the category of going to a hospital, here is your clue. <laughs> With the completion of the second to southmost stop on Valley Line Southeast, these three stops along three different LRT lines now have direct access to hospitals in Edmonton. We're looking for the three stops that have direct access to hospitals. Contestants, your time starts okay. now. Oh, God. That is time. Contestants, we are now going to get your responses. Uh, we'll first 
go to Sam, uh, who had a thousand points, and she wagered thousand. She wagered all of it, yep. as as one does when one is gifted free points. And your response? I have Kingsway Royal Alexandra Hospital, Gray Nuns, and Health Sciences Jubilee. That is all three, and. You got the Jubilee in. We we had a debate earlier for mm. penalized for not putting Jubilee and we'll see. We ruled we didn't need it. Uh, but you got it all. You end with Woo-hoo. two thousand <laughs> points. <laughs> that brings us to Emil. He had forty six hundred. His response was Grey Nuns, Misericordia, <laughs> and Royal Alice. And unfortunately, Misericordia we know is not the correct answer not yet anyway not yet anyway <laughs> so his wager of 1007 will be deducted emil will end at 2600 and so far in second place uh we'll go now to kyle Isn't it 30 i thought i had 4600 and yeah then- 4600 minus 1,007 is not 2,600. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes people write software, they say, chat GPT, please write me a Jeffrey app. Uh, and math is hard. Uh, Emil ends with the edit in post. Correct number of points. It's 3,593. Uh, Kyle, we're going to him now. He had 5,600. And his response was... University, Royal, Alex, and Grey Nuns. And your wager? It was 3601. 3601. University, Royal, Alex. Did you give the correct answer? I wasn't listening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we know that answer to not be quite correct. You'll lose 3600. That will tie you with Sam at 2000. But both of you are behind Emil, who walks away with it. Congratulations! Thank you. Uh, you win the pride of knowing that in this metaphor, the chaser did beat the competition. Uh, Thank you. I guess ten books really does get you some good Jeopardy. That's all for this week. A big thank you to our panel, everyone. Big round of applause for all of our panel. wraps it up for this year we'll see you all next year when we don't quite know subscribe to us in your podcast feed and you'll know then thanks again to our jeopardy contestants it was a blast thanks for closing out the year with us with some edmonton trivia until next time i'm troy i'm mac i'm kyle i'm sam i'm emil and we're speaking municipally that sounds pretty good. Look at us yeah. go. <laughs> Better than me and Mac in the same room, apparently. Yeah. <laughs>